Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hello and welcome to the Dreamers Do Podcast, Episode 2. As always, we want to thank you for listening into our episodes. I would also like to introduce my co-host for tonight, Alex. Hi guys, thanks for having me again, Bill. Uh, enjoy having you as always. Tonight we're going to be doing a lot about rumors with D23 coming up this weekend. Uh, this is going to be a special episode tonight. And then we're actually going to have a special episode next week for you guys all about what happened at D23. Uh, originally our podcast was slated to do a podcast once a month. But after the good responses we got about episode one and a lot of people asking uh, when we're going to have do our next episode. We have decided to maybe do an every other week episode. Now, this will be two weeks after the first episode, but we're actually going to have one back-to-back weeks this week. With so much going on with D23 this weekend, there's so many rumors flying, we decided we better talk a little bit tonight about what's going to happen, what we expect to happen, the rumors we're hearing, the rumors that we're already hearing confirmed, and then on next week we're going to sit down and talk about what happened at D23. Also, for next episode, for episode three, we will be having Christy join us. And we're going to talk a little, about, a little bit about Disney Cruise Line. Christy just came back from a Disney cruise on the Disney Fantasy, which was a 10-night cruise. So we'll have her on, and I think we'll have a little fun on episode three with Alex and Christy. Might do a little trivia, see what I can stump them on. How's that sound, Alex? Sounds fun to me. I wish you luck. Wish me luck, huh? <laughs> you wish yourself luck. You're going up against Christy. <laughs> so we're going to dive right into this episode here. We're going to talk a lot right now about a lot of rumors we're hearing. I know I'm hearing a lot of rumors. How about you, Alex? Yeah, tons of speculation, lots of uh, potentially confirmed rumors as we approach the weekend of D23. So I'm really curious on what kind of announcements we're going to hear. Yeah, I've been I've been reading up every day what's going on and what they expect to see happen at the d23 uh many people don't know what d23 is disney uh d23 is the official disney fan club um and they have an annual expo and it's a three-day event it'll be friday saturday sunday july 14th through the 16th and it will have a lot of different stuff going on they'll have panels with a lot of um different things like uh star wars uh panel they'll have a uh from what i hear a once upon a time panel with the cast from that show a lot of the rumors that we're we're going to find out a lot of things that are actually going to happen Uh, i know one of the biggest ones we've been seeing is toy story land supposedly this weekend we're going to find out the exact opening date of toy story land at hollywood studios apparently we're going to also find out from what i'm reading here is uh star wars uh the last jedi there's going to be the second trailer coming out during d23 probably makes sense because i guess ryan johnson the director for uh the last jedi will actually be at the expo uh so there'll be a lot of the big popular people there uh, a lot of the actors a lot of directors probably uh bob Iger will be there at some point uh so a lot of that stuff will be coming out in the open they'll also probably put some other announcements out there too alex what else are you hearing so we're hearing more about uh, the Tomorrowland Speedway I was discussing today with somebody um, and the, I guess you could say, mild confirmation that we're going to have the Tron light cycle coaster um, over there in the Magic Kingdom in Tomorrowland, which makes me super excited. Um, and still more speculation on Brazil uh, going into the World Showcase and potential attraction France. Um, I know we discussed the Zootopia edition 
into Animal Kingdom at the um, Rafiki's Planet Watch. So lots of new potential. Yeah, the Tron ride sounds pretty cool. I'll definitely have to say that. Um, I know in our last episode, we kind of started putting that speculation out there about where Tron was going. Uh, and it makes sense. Uh, Tomorrowland, Tron has that futuristic look to it. little bum, though, to see the Speedway go. Uh, I know my kids will probably cry. Uh, they love riding that. Uh, but I am very excited to see the Tron ride come, just from what I see at Shanghai. Zootopia Land and um, uh, Animal Kingdom does sound pretty cool. Uh, they definitely need to do something with that Rafiki's Planet, Planet Watch. Uh, it's not one of my top places to go, so I think putting something Zootopia in there would definitely spark some interest and hopefully get a lot of people back there. Yeah, I think it'll generate uh, the popularity and really kind of push the guest traffic back there is what they're ideally trying to do um, to increase like guests wanting to go back there versus right now they can just learn about the rainforest and um, the petting zoo and nutrition and procedures on the animals but they'll kind of put a different uh, movie spin on it which I think will kind of generate some popularity. Um, I heard or today I was watching some videos and saw a potential rumor for the new name of Hollywood Studios being called Disney's Hollywood Adventure. What do you think about that? I did not hear that rumor yet, but thinking about it, I like it. It's different. It sounds it sounds better. Hollywood Studios is definitely definitely needs to be changed. Uh, I, I agree with that. Hollywood Studios is going through so many changes right now between Toy Story Land being built and Star Wars Land and some other stuff changing there that it's it, it needs a different name. Some other rumors about Hollywood Studios I'm hearing is uh, the Great Movie Ride. From what I'm hearing, there, uh, the sponsorship is running out, and there is talks of a different kind of ride coming to that uh, that area because it is a big area there for the Great Movie Ride. Uh, the rumor I am hearing is the Great Mickey Ride. Wait, interesting. A good uh, a good addition and a good spotlight on Mickey Mouse. I think I would totally agree with you there. I mean, there isn't. There isn't really a ride out there for Mickey Mouse right now. And he's the bread and butter of Disney, so it would be nice to see something there for him. And it would probably probably be a lot more better theme for the land than uh, the Great Movie Ride. My, I love the Great Movie Ride, but it definitely doesn't fit the theming anymore of the Hollywood Studios. Yeah, I think it'll do well and with the rumors of potential one man's dream going away. I think they might be able to incorporate some Disney history from that as well in the history of Mickey Mouse. I totally agree with you there. Uh, the other rumors I'm reading here is the closure of Sci-Fi Dining and the ABC commentary that could also be tied to the great Mickey ride. Uh, so if they would close those out and uh, redo, I mean, they're, from what it's sounding like, if this rumor ever does come true... That would be one big overhaul of that whole great movie ride area and completely gutting it and making it bigger. So that'd be pretty cool. It'd be really expansive to kind of take over two massive restaurants like that. It definitely adds some more space if they need it. And I think the reason they don't mind taking part of those restaurants is because from what it sounds like and what it looks like from pictures, they're adding more food in the back between Star Wars land and the Toy Story Land, so they can afford to take away the sci-fi dining that's kind of, in my opinion, run its course. They need something more uppity around the area than that. From what else I'm reading here, uh, 
some other stuff that's kind of already been going on. I think we're going to possibly get some more information on the gondola system that's already under construction. How's it look down there from what you can see? Um, I haven't seen anything personally. I mean, I've driven past the resorts. I haven't seen much. I know they're still like being trying to be secretive about it, but I think um, I think it's a good idea, a different way of transportation. But construction-wise, I haven't seen a ton. Mostly still with like the roadways changing, and then of course park construction is still like our, the most construction you'll notice, and the roads just keep on changing in every area, which is good. I mean, the end result's going to be way more efficiency i think and traffic flow will be better um it's just at the current time a pain to drive through okay that's not too bad then just the, the obvious stuff yeah i remember last time we were down there we were seeing a lot of construction going on a lot of spots where you can see where they're probably going to put part of the gondola system but i didn't know if they got very much further along with that so i mean those are some of the rumors that we're hearing from d23 i mean what are you most forward to hearing about at d23 um, I think for me, I'd be most excited if they will give some hard confirmations of Epcot rumors, because I think there's so many out there for future World in the World Showcase. It'd be nice to have some hard news and like actual facts right from Disney. So it'd be fun to hear. Every other park has kind of had some new magic added to them over the last five years. New Fantasyland at Magic Kingdom, of course, Hollywood Studios. 75% of the park, um, Animal Kingdom with Pandora. So I think it is time for Epcot to become a focus to add new stuff, aside from, of course, you know, the refurbishment of Test Track and the addition of the third theater to Soren. It'd be nice to have these new, um, fresh ideas and attractions added to the park. Do you think we'll hear anything about the universe of energy going away? I have a feeling we might, um, judging that they pulled the permits for the removal of that pavilion or refurbishment or reconstruction of that pavilion, plus the adjacent land behind it. So I'd hope that since they've gone and done that much work already, we'll get some concrete news about that. Um, it'd be nice to hear. Okay, yeah. I definitely hope we hear something. We already heard about the Ratatouille rumors, which would be kind of neat to have something back in that area as we talked last episode uh the newer rumor about brazil i like the idea of putting another area in there the only place only thing i don't like about it is how they're they're talking about it going between germany and italy i kind of like that walking space there where you have the trains over there and you have that little walk to from germany to italy i feel like it might overcrowd that area in the back there yeah, I agree. I do enjoy a little separation there. So definitely make the countries just one right after another, which I know was the intention, but I do enjoy that separation. I think there's other more optimal locations, maybe on the other side of Germany, where it already has a large space, might have been a better location. I agree. I mean, just in my head, putting the map in my head right now of Epcot and all the space, I think from what we know... There's a little bit of space in between almost every land or every country. But, I mean, that would take out complete space there. I'm trying to think where else there is a not really a gap in between each one. Italy. I feel like every country... Oh, actually, between Mexico and Norway, since they had the frozen attraction stuff in between there, it kind of utilized that space. So I believe now between Mexico and Norway, there's some space, but it's currently a walkway to backstage. 
that's true. And is, is there, I don't think there's much space between Japan and Morocco, right? There, no, there, there's a whole, actually a whole gap of space. And normally that's where the Brazil pavilion is for food and wine festivals. So I thought that would have been a great location because the space between those two countries to me, from a walking perspective, is bigger than the space between Germany and Italy. Um, there is, the only other place there's really not space would be between Norway and China. The buildings literally butt up next to each other with a walkway between. Um, but yeah, I thought between Morocco and Japan might have been a better location for Brazil, personally. Yeah, I would agree about that. Maybe, maybe we'll hear something about that this weekend, but uh, you're, you're 100% right with the fact that Epcot does need some work done to it. It's, uh, it's left behind right now. There's been a lot done, as you said, in Magic Kingdom. Uh, Animal Kingdom got its upgrade and possibly another little one coming with Zootopia, which isn't a big change, but a little bit of a change. And obviously Hollywood Studio has a big, big, big project going on. So it, it makes sense that Epcot is due for some changes. Uh, obviously, the other rumor I think we talked about last episode was possibly uh, Spaceship Earth getting a little upgrade that it's very heavily needed. Hey, I've heard, yeah, the Spaceship Earth upgrade and change um, in Siemens. It sounds like Siemens will no longer be sponsoring um, Illuminations and Spaceship Earth, so we might see some big changes coming there. Now, with Siemens no longer sponsoring both of those, do you think there's a chance for a new fireworks like we talked about last episode? I think so. Like you said, it's the oldest fireworks show now, and it, it is in need of some changes or upgrades, so I think this might be might be like a cue for change. Hmm. Well, well, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm excited for this week, and I'm definitely going to be watching closely. Uh, only thing I don't know, I think if you go online, you might be able to find some more news about it, go to watch some of the panels. Uh, that are going on uh, just from what I can read you can actually go online if anybody's interested to d23.com uh, click under d23 expo and you can actually see the schedule uh, it actually lists out a little portion of each day what's going on because there's stuff going on in hall d23 the expo arena stage 23 and archive stage so there's a there's a lot going on a lot to see a lot to do going on there so there will probably be a bunch of different announcements this weekend, so it's definitely something everybody wants to check on. Obviously, they'll probably announce some more movies than what we already know coming out. Probably a little more, maybe about the Wreck-It Ralph 2, possibly. What do you think about that? Ooh, that would be exciting. I love, I really enjoy the first movie, so I'd be more than excited to hear some confirmations on a, a sequel to that. Yeah. Also, than that, I mean, speaking of Wreck-It Ralph, do you think there's any rumors coming around or maybe something coming up, maybe for... Wreck-It Ralph getting a ride? I mean, I think it'd be a great idea. I haven't I haven't heard of anything yet, but I do think it would have a great storyline to it, especially if they're going to come out with a sequel. Is there any place you could think where Wreck-It Ralph would fit into or replace? Um, possibly somewhere in Hollywood Studios or, I don't know, maybe somewhere in Magic Kingdom. But I feel like Hollywood Studios is the only place I could imagine it myself. Yeah, somewhere, I'm not sure, like, specifically where. I know he used to be a character meet and greet where the current launch bay is. Yeah, I'm just trying to think where it might fit in. You're, you're right on Hollywood Studios. I just don't know if there's really any room for it, thinking about what they would have to take out to put it in. 
there's not really any space for it unless that's what the great movie ride becomes. Yeah, that could be a ride through the video game or something. Yeah, but then you'd have to change the whole outside of the building, which I think that building could stay the way it is on the outside for the great Mickey ride. I don't think it would work too well if they did that with Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, the only place I could see them adding something for that for would be the Indiana Jones stunt show. That might be a spot for it. Yeah, or potentially like maybe the Little Mermaid ride, but I've heard Little Mermaid One Man's Dream might become like the Monsters, Inc. area. If that's just a, a very far off rumor, not much of any confirmation with that one. Yeah. I mean, the only other thing I could pro- possibly see movie wise coming at D23, I mean, well, obviously, from what we're hearing, obviously, uh, The Last Jedi, Star Wars, uh, we'll, we'll be seeing another trailer for that. I could see maybe another trailer for Thor that comes out in November. Uh, maybe another trailer for Coco. Only other thing I could possibly think that they might come out with that I'm already hearing the rumors on is maybe something more on Avengers Infinity War. I imagine probably some of those uh, actors will be there. So maybe they'll have something about that. The only thing I would really, really, really like to hear movie-wise, else than the ones I already know about, come out this week is maybe like a little teaser trailer on Toy Story 4. Yeah, I think that would be good. Especially Toy Story Land coming out. And maybe getting a confirmation on the date, maybe we could they would tie in Toy Story 4 trailer or a teaser even would be nice. Yeah, because Toy Story 4 is slated for July 13th of next year, so we're we're about a year away from that. So that's the only thing I could really see movie-wise coming out for that. I mean, I don't think they're going to start talking about The Incredibles yet because that's not till two years from now. Man, it's going to be really tough to judge what could other movies they could do in there unless there's something they haven't really announced movie-wise that they're going to surprise everybody with, but you you just never know. You never know with Disney. Another rumor, Bill, is Captain's Grill becoming Ale and Compass Restaurant. What do you think about that? I personally never tried Captain's Grill, but I mean, I heard a lot of good things about it, so I was a little shocked on that, but I mean, it makes sense. It needs a little more of a change on there, so I mean... From the name of it, it sounds pretty good. It's supposed to be like a gastropub theme, because Captain's Girl currently is down for refurbishments when it returns in 2017 October. It should become Ale and Compass Restaurant, a gastropub. Mm, sounds good. I like my food, so I'm not going to complain about that. Yeah, there's not too many rumors about restaurants right now at Disney. It always there. No, nothing. Aside from that, nothing really new that I've heard of. Okay. Yeah, so... Not too much on the restaurant front, else than that. Uh, what other stuff is going on with the D23 Expo that you can think of? Maybe potentially uh, talking about expansions in other parks. Disney's California Adventure. I was also reading today about uh, expansion behind Cars Land and the new Guardians of the Galaxy Breakout Ride. There's a large plot of land back there. Potentially having it become something to do with Avengers. Uh, or any kind of Marvel edition. Um, that's I was reading about that, which I think would be an interesting area to add right by Avengers, or right by uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It'd be a good kind of flow. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, they definitely could probably use that area back there and up it for, I mean, I think everybody's craving some more Marvel uh, in Disney, especially with all these movies. It's, it's time to see some more of the Marvel in the parks. I know it's kind of tough at Walt Disney World due to the fact of uh, licensing and uh, 
Universal down the road that they have agreements with. Hopefully, sooner or later, they get that figured out and bring something to Walt Disney World also. But they can at least get it out there in Disneyland. It would probably do them very good. Uh, I know they get a good draw from people uh, on this side of the United States that come out to California, but I think that would be a, a make it a, even more of a draw for people to make that trip to go to Disneyland over Disney World just because of Marvel. So we'll see what kind of strategy they have. Yeah, I was saying the um, like Hollywood backlot or Hollywood Land area of uh, California Adventure as well, potentially getting some more Marvel stuff. So that's a speculation on Marvel going into Disney's California Adventure. Okay, awesome. Uh, anything else you're excited to hear about for D23? I think mostly just like ride confirmations, dates for the expansions. That's what I'm most excited to see. Awesome. Well, I know I'm excited for D23. I know you are. Uh, look forward to uh, getting all that info from that and uh, passing it along to everybody. Uh, we'll leave that at that for the rumors and what we expect from D23. Uh, we're going to pause here real quick from a word from my wonderful wife about Dreamers Do Travels. Ready to plan your next vacation? Whether you're a seasoned traveler or someone who doesn't even know where to begin, consider using the free services offered to you by a travel professional from Dreamers Do Travels Incorporated. Owned by former Disney cast members, you won't find better knowledge or first-hand experience quite like what our team can bring you. From Walt Disney World to Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line to Adventures by Disney, Sandals and Beaches all-inclusive resorts and so much more, let us help you plan your next adventure. What are you waiting for? Find us today at www.dreamersdotravels.com or give us a call at 724-579-2849. Leave the memory-making details to us and just pack your bags. Thank you, Liz, for that wonderful information. Uh, well, let's talk about what's been happening in the last week a little bit. Alex, 4th of July just passed by, and I believe you spent it at Disney, right? Yeah, so 4th of July, I went, actually did... Uh most of my time at Universal um, I didn't arrive until like 2 o'clock, 2.30 in the afternoon um, and it wasn't that bad I actually wasn't planning on going to any parks during the day but then I hopped on the Universal app, checked out the wait times, they're pretty minimalistic so we decided to run over there started in, Holly, in uh, Universal Studios, we always kind of make a beeline back to Diagon Alley, we go to Harry Potter, drink some beer people watch um, and then I think we rode Gringotts, then we jumped on the Hogwarts Express to go over to Islands of Adventure to meet up with some friends. But overall, the ride lines weren't too bad. It was actually quite quiet for a holiday. Really? Um, yeah, I expected it to be crazy, so that's why I was planning on avoiding the parks. And then checking out the lines, they were actually not bad at all. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Where'd you watch fireworks from for 4th of July? So actually, as we left uh, Universal, some friends contacted us, and we met them at Disney's Boardwalk, and we actually watched them from the bridge, the fire bridge, um, going from the Boardwalk to the back entrance to Epcot. So we actually watched them outside of the park, which was nice, because not everybody we were with had admission to the park, so it was a nice way to spend the fireworks, watching the fireworks with everybody, but uh, not have to have admission. Okay, so you avoid a lot of the crowds, so that's can't beat that. One thing you don't want to do is deal with those 4th of July crowds sometimes. But let's jump yes. back a little bit here. You were at Universal. A little bit of Harry Potter. I don't that very yes. well. But 
<laughs> Let's talk a little bit about Mr. Harry Potter. So I'm hearing some other stuff going on over there about some rides closing to expand Harry Potter. Yes, always many, many rumors around the Harry Potter areas. Um, most recently, and it's kind of been buzzing around for about the last year, that the Dragon Challenge attraction, so the dueling inverted roller coasters, um, looking from what we can hear, it sounds like it might be their last summer and they'll be closing and removing them to make way for another dark ride for Harry Potter. Uh, what we've heard so far is the Forbidden Forest, some kind of journey through the Forbidden Forest, Ooh. which sounds cool. I mean, they've already, they kind of already has some of that in the uh, Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey attraction, because you do see um, the spiders, Aragog and whatnot, in the attraction there. So... Not sure what they're going to incorporate into that or if they have something else up their sleeves. Um, we've also heard an, a really old rumor, and I think it's just speculation of fans, but that the Fear Factor stadium would go away and then they would add something with the Ministry of Magic, which would be really neat. Um, but Fear Factor, with it coming back on TV, I don't think they'll get rid of it anytime super soon. But yeah, the newest and most rampant is... The removal of Dragon Challenge, which makes me sad. I really enjoyed it when it was uh, Dueling Dragons back in the day, and I enjoy it as Dragon Challenge. I know it doesn't get as much uh, ridership as the other attractions because it was something they modified to make it part of Harry Potter. Um, so I can see it is a huge pot of land, so I can see why they, it's really valuable and they could really add so much more to their Harry Potter realm over there. Other pretty. Yeah, I do like the Dueling Dragons. I haven't been to Universal since Harry Potter's been in there. Uh, I, I've heard it's pretty much they just stamped it with a different name and changed it up a little bit, and it's still the same ride, so it can't be that much different. Uh, I remember it being popular back then, though. I mean, is it, is it still getting the kind of lines it used to, or is it kind of dwindling, and that's why they're thinking about getting rid of it? I think that's a big push. I mean, your lines typically aren't more than 20 minutes. I mean, most average days are like 10 maybe yeah. five minutes the walk from the entrance in the harry potter area to the castle through the castle and to the actual rides is quite substantial so i think that plays a big role in why the ridership is a little bit lower um they did retheme the entire queue to make it the quidditch like hall of fame quidditch world cup so they did blend it right into harry potter um the ride itself did not change they just rethemed the actual uh the dragons i guess so you have the chinese fireball and the i'll check check the other one i can't remember but they um just rethemed the two dragons but the actual ride itself didn't change um and i think five years ago they did stop synchronizing them so they they run independently oh really yeah there's some issues with things flying out of people's pockets and hitting each other so um, they decided to unsynchronize them, which is also a part of the rumor because the company that made them for Universal, B&M, part of their contract and part of the ride in its original design is to have them um, run at the same time in sync. It's the only one in the, in the entire world, the only um, that I know of, I'll have to double check that, but the only inverted coaster that is dual in sync. Um, and now it doesn't run like that, so you know the producers of that ride are not very happy. Um, so correction from before, it's the Chinese Fireball and the Hungarian Horntail is the blue side. That's what they rethemed them to. 
20 minute line at max for a roller coaster i could see why they're gonna get possibly get rid of that i would i would probably change something too if i was not getting a 20 minute wait for that uh, some other things we've seen lately is some leaks of nintendo land there's been some map leaks which kind of place where it could be in universal studios by E.T. Looks like they're going to put it there, right behind the Simpsons ride and everything. Uh, from what I can see from this map, um, there's a Super Mario World ride. Probably has something to do with kind of like a goat, uh, Mario Kart kind of theme. Probably like a fast ride. There's Donkey Kong Island on here. Zelda's Kingdom. Uh, this stuff all makes me very, very, very happy. Yeah, it sounds... From looking at the map, so it looks like everything, like... Uh... And the kids' area will go away. And then also the adjacent animal stunt show theater will also be removed. Um, so it'll kind of wedge itself right between E.T., which will stay, and um, the Simpsons land area. So it's kind of it'll wedge itself back in there. But, yeah, looking at the map, they're able to pack a lot into that little space. Um, but definitely looks super exciting and it all sounds amazing. They even have a Pokemon Center in there, so we're very excited about that. Really? I did not see that part, but that sounds kind of neat. Yeah, I'm a Nintendo fan. I grew up playing Nintendo, so actually I do have the new Nintendo Switch, and my kids go nuts for uh, Mario Kart for it. They always want to play it. Uh, so, I mean, the fact that they're kind of getting into it makes it kind of interesting for me, because then going to something like that that's obviously going to have a lot of kid-friendly stuff compared to a lot of the other parts of Universal, that would very much help that uh, age group. So that'd be pretty cool to put that in there. So hopefully they move along with those plans. I know they announced these plans a while back that they're doing Nintendo Land, but we haven't heard much for like two years or something, and now we're starting to hear more about it. I know Japan's first, but I don't know if they even have an exact date yet for Japan yet. So I'd, I'd imagine they're probably at least five years away from these plans actually being done and in place at least so five years brings my kids it's about the right age to actually want to go there and actually be more interested in nintendo than they are now but sounds pretty cool to me i'm really excited for it. i think it'll be a great addition for adults and kids alike um it'll add some more rides for the kids but i'm sure you're gonna see just of just as many if not more adults in there checking it out yeah we'll be one <laughs> I, mean, I grew up with all that, so I mean, I look forward to that. I mean, they're doing Nintendo's definitely making a comeback between Nintendo Switch being a good sell, the NES Classic selling out nonstop, and I guess they stopped making that, and they're going to do a Super NES console now. Bunch of games coming out at the end of this year, so they're just bringing all that old school stuff back to life and getting a lot of good reactions out of it, and all the newer stuff also. It's just, it's going to, they're going to hopefully build a very awesome land for the future. I'm beyond excited for the Super Nintendo mini system. That was my personal favorite of the, all the Nintendo systems is the SNES. So I'm very, very, very excited to see that come. I, I agree. I mean, I like the NES Classic. It had a couple good games. Super NES was a lot of good games. Uh, I imagine probably after this one, maybe in a year or two, there'll be a, Nintendo 64 kind of edition, which would be pretty cool too, because I mean, who didn't grow up playing Mario 64 and Goldeneye? That's exactly what I grew up playing. <laughs> Goldeneye was the game to play. <laughs> Proximity mines everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, so they're 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 definitely making a comeback, and the fact that they're finally moving forward with these lands. I wonder if the land stuff and all that 
got quiet when I guess they were really going downhill a couple years ago after they make that announcement because they really hadn't had much going on. They had like the Wii U, which did terribly, and the Nintendo Wii, which fell apart quick. So, I mean, the fact that they're making a comeback makes me definitely happy. Yeah, I like that they're kind of using, going back to the archives of what was successful for Nintendo. Um, Nintendo 64 was revolutionary in the 3D gaming world and just still people still rave about it today. I mean, it's every, all of our old classic systems, uh, classic Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64 were all so revolutionary. And I think that they're going back and just, you know, refreshing the roots and putting those things back out in the market in a much easier format to access for us adults. We don't have to worry about like blowing into cartridges anymore and whatnot. The games will be much more affordable. I think it will kind of retap a market that may have enjoyed it in the past and may most people have sold theirs, you know, in garage sales or whatnot and we don't have them anymore. So it's a nice way to reminisce and kind of visit our past gaming lives. <laughs> I regret getting rid of those systems. <laughs> I wish I still had them. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you can buy Definitely them, agree. but they cost a fortune now because people sell crazy money. But yeah, if you ever get a chance, by the way, Alex, get a Nintendo Switch. It's actually not a bad console. Gotta check it out. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of neat that you can pull it in your hand and plug it in. But the new Zelda game, I already beat it, but it was, it was fun. Yeah, a lot going on there over at Universal. I think there's some other stuff going on that you were hearing about, wasn't it? Weren't you, Alex? Yeah, they're proceeding with uh, construction. They have vertical construction for a new hotel at Universal. It's called Aventura. So it's named after, I believe, Aventura, Florida. Um, but that will be opening, I want to say, next year or the year after. Um, August 20, 2018, so we've still got a ways to go there. But there's vertical construction. Um, it's right by Sapphire Falls, Cabana Bay, Volcano Bay area. It's a really cool-looking vertical hotel with... Um, like a blue glass outside, but it's quite a bit bigger than Sapphire Falls. So it looks like a multi-story um, building, like looking probably like 12 stories, maybe 15 or 20 even. It's pretty pretty tall. Um, so it looks like 600 rooms reflect a clean contemporary style. So exciting to see that. I'm also hearing rooms about... Uh, rumors about the old Wet n Wild location, how Universal pulled uh, permits to build a new massive hotel over there. So I'm curious to see more like confirmations from Universal of what that hotel is going to look like. And um, room number wise, we're hearing um, massive. So like, I guess on the scale of, I think the All Star Resort. So. If you were to combine all three all-star resorts, it might be around that size, but obviously not the space. Um, but it's sounding potentially like they might have something larger. So I guess we'll kind of see what what they announce. Maybe it'll be like a multi-function hotel area, not just a hotel. Maybe it'll have some other things as well. But definitely hearing that, we're seeing vertical construction on the new Orlando Sky Tower coaster. Um, so it's that new like four or 500 foot coaster um, it's going up on International Drive in Sand Lake, but that is, um, I think the construction is vertical now. I think they do lots of, yeah, it's going to be huge. It's, I don't know if you watched a video. If you go online and just Google Orlando Sky Coaster, you can find videos. It's, uh, you're going to be in small trains at 
loop in and through and around this huge tower. It's really massive. I don't know if I want to look it up. I might get a little scared. I'm not good at heights as it is. Talking about four, five hundred feet. <laughs> eh, no. It's a it's a unique four and five. When you see it, I think you'll be like, oh, okay, this is different. Um, it's a unique four to five hundred feet. Um, but that we've seen, we're seeing like really strong construction now. Yeah, you won't catch me on that. <laughs> <laughs> me heights, no. But yeah, sounds like they've got a lot going on at Universal. Uh, the only other thing I would love to hear them possibly uh, start doing something with and the fact that it's another thing that seems to be rejuvenated is um, Jurassic Park I would love to because we have so they officially announced announced I believe last week or the week before um, Jurassic World 3 so that or 3 geez Louise Jurassic World 2 um, so, <laughs> I know, I'm jumping I'm, you can tell I'm a Jurassic Park fan <laughs> Um, so Jurassic World 2, um, it sounds like June 22nd, 2018. So we're very excited to hear, you know, more about that. But I hope, really, truly hope uh, Universal in general does more than just a quick refurb on the current attraction. Um, maybe an expansion to that land or something new. We know they took over the Triceratops, like, educational area became the Raptor Encounter. But I really think the area could use a new attraction. Um, they added the Kong Skull, Skull Island next door, so that was fun. Um, great, great theming there, but I think uh, Jurassic Park area is due for something new. Um, I know they they could use a really thorough refurb of the current ride, but I would love to see some uh, some TLC go into that area. Yeah, definitely. I'm trying to look up now some rumors about the Jurassic World. I guess it's called Fallen Kingdom. It's already yep. wrapped production and everything. Wow. What is the release date for Jurassic World 2? I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It's, it looks like Chris Pratt's in it again, which yeah. he did a good job. He's in everything now. Yeah, June 22nd of next year. We cannot wait. It makes sense, June. So they just wrap production and give them 10 months to do all the big stuff that right now takes a lot of time post-production. Just Chris Pratt, he's in everything. He's in Disney movies. He's in Universal's movies and Jurassic World, he's in Guardians of the Galaxy. What other movies has he been lately? Just seems like he's been in everything. Yeah. He does a great job. I think he like his character he can like tie in comedy but also be serious when necessary. What was I watching? Right before we started recording, it was uh Moneyball. You ever seen that movie? I have not seen that movie yet. It's a movie about the general manager of the Oakland A's, a baseball team, and how he loses all these three big players to big contracts and What's the guy from, uh, what movie is that? He's like that little fat kid in that in a couple of those movies, and then he got skinny now. Uh, he's been in, is it Superbad? Maybe that movie? Potentially. Yeah, he, he's like a sidekick, and he's all about like the math of baseball and how it's all about on-field percentage. And I, I was watching, and I didn't realize the first baseman in the movie was Chris Pratt. <laughs> it was like, it's an older movie, so I'm like, oh, wow. I wonder if that's one of his first movies or not. But, uh, yeah. Is that Joan, Jonah Hill? Is Jonah that Hill, name? that's it. I couldn't put my put the name on it, but that's it, yeah. And he, he's in that movie, but Chris Pratt was in the movie playing some like first baseman and everything, and he looked a lot younger. I'm like, man, this guy's been in everything. That movie was uh, 2011. I mean, it wasn't one of his first movies, but I, I definitely noticed him in that. Yeah, he's gone so many movies. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at a list of just movies he's done 
recently, Avengers, he's going to be in the new Avengers movie, Jurassic World 1 and 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. I mean, he's just, he's getting in on a lot of these big blockbusters. Yeah, just getting his name out there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I would love to see more, going back to what we were talking about, yeah, Jurassic World, I would like to see them do some more of that kind of stuff, because that, that stuff's fun. I love I love Jurassic Park. I love going through the big arch in the parks and hearing the music. What else? I guess they're probably starting to get ready for uh, what is it? Halloween Horror Nights. Yep, still hoping to hear some more announcements on the houses, but they are doing auditions for Halloween Horror Nights already. I'm um, starting tomorrow actually, so they'll have auditions for that. But that will start up. I want to say in September we'll start seeing Halloween Horror Nights dates. Um, if people want to go, if they're really obsessed with Halloween, they love it, and they want to go frequently, uh, Universal does offer their frequent fear pass. You can do different levels, including just weeknights, weeknights plus Fridays, and then weeknights, Fridays, and weekends. So they're at various prices. They're very reasonable if you're a Florida resident, um, but it's a great way to be able to experience Halloween Horror Nights in a spread-out manner versus trying to cram it all into one night. It's very busy. They're very, very, very popular, and the only true way to accomplish all the houses is normally to get the Express Pass and purchase that, unless you go multiple days. It's just so busy. Sounds like there's so much to do at Universal. I mean, it's just, it's growing. Uh, It's definitely a a must-do now. Almost makes you want to go to Florida for two weeks, one week at Disney, one week at Universal. Yeah, there's a lot. Universal keeps adding a lot there. You have to enjoy... 3D and 4D things, because that is definitely their thing. Okay, cool. Yeah, I definitely have to keep that in mind. I think it might be time for us to make a trip to Universal one of these times. So it's so tough to pull away from Disney, though. <laughs> so much going on oh, yeah. there. I mean, a problem with going on and pulling away from Disney is with all their other stuff growing, it makes it tough to want to go over to Universal. But Universal definitely has a lot of stuff to do. Maybe it's time for like a 14-day trip, soon, like a seven and seven. <laughs> Try out one. You could do that. Or like a 15-day. Do three days at Universal, I think, is a, a plenty amount of time to do everything. You could do two days. If you're there all day long, both days, I think you can accomplish everything you want to. But three days would be nice to break it up. Definitely. Maybe I'll talk Liz into that one of these times. Well, now, yeah, we have Volcano Bay now, so you can actually tack on that fourth day. Yeah, but I'm not, we're not picking, a, I'm not picking a water parks. Not picking I haven't, water parks. I, haven't, I, haven't, I need to try it. I haven't tried it out yet. I don't exactly have the the beach body. I tend to stay away. And we don't go super often. We have passes for Aquatica at SeaWorld. And we haven't... Has been, it's been months since we've last gone, so... Not huge into water parks. We go occasionally, but definitely not huge into them. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're fun. I mean, I haven't done them in years, but just uh, not number one on my list these days. Maybe I lose a couple pounds. All right, with all that said, I think we're going to end episode two here. Uh, this episode will definitely be just a little bit shorter uh, than the next episode and the first episode. Uh, this main ep- part of this episode was just to bring out a lot of the big rumors going on between D23 and some other stuff going on between the Walt Disney Company and the Universal Company. Uh, so we will leave it at that for now. I hope you guys enjoyed episode two. Now again, episode three is going to be... A lot more information. We're going to go over what happened at D23. Uh, We will get our reactions to what we thought about it, what we heard, uh, what we feel was good and bad. Uh, We're also going to have a good segment on Disney Cruise Line. 
Uh, we're actually going to bring Christy on with Alex, and we're going to talk about her most recent cruise on the Disney Fantasy. Uh, we'll get some scoops on what's going on there, see if there's some good deals going on maybe, what would they recommend, and then probably finish it up next episode with some trivia. You can't go wrong with trivia. Uh, we'll see if I can stump Alex and Christy. You feel good about that, Alex? Yeah, I do. I, I mean, Disney Cruise Lines is my minor obsession when it comes to vacationing. Well, good. We'll, uh, we'll have a lot of fun. So that uh, this next episode will definitely be uh, a lot more information, but we'll try to make it some fun in there. Uh, Alex, again, I want to thank you for coming on for episode two, and I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Alex, it was it was a lot of fun. It was. I'm excited to hear uh, what's going to be happening this weekend for D23. So make sure you check back with us and listen to episode three on the 20th. Uh, if you haven't already, go on to iTunes and subscribe to our podcast if you subscribe to our podcast the minute the next episode is released it will actually notify you of its release uh and you can find it on there pretty simply just go on itunes and type in dreamers do podcast and again we'd like to thank you for listening and again i'd like to thank alex for being a part of episode two thank you for having me i do enjoy uh, talking everything disney and universal we definitely do like talking about disney universal uh, we definitely will talk about some other topics also. We'll probably talk a little bit about uh, sandals and beaches coming up in one of these episodes. Hoping to get some uh, other co-hosts on here with us. Maybe we'll get uh, Liz or Emily or maybe Susan and those people who have booked some uh, sandals and beaches. Uh, we'll also get into maybe some SeaWorld talk because there's a lot to talk about SeaWorld and a lot of hidden stuff on SeaWorld that not everybody knows about like Discovery Cove. And then maybe we'll start diving into uh, some other cruise lines that we deal with, like uh, Royal Caribbean, Royal Caribbean, and Princess. So there is te- definitely a lot of topics. I know our main focus will definitely be Disney, but we'll definitely dive into some other stuff. So that's a wrap for episode two. Thanks again for listening in. We look forward to you listening to a lot more of our future episodes. Have a great week.